Hey, what's going on, guys? Jack Stone. I'm here to tell you about Smooth Roots. Try some of the highest quality hemp oils from farms located in Oregon with Smooth Roots. Smooth Roots has amazing tinctures, edibles, capsules, and a full spectrum of CBD products. We have a super, super dope offer for you guys today. Use promo code JACK20 for 20% off your next purchase. Go to smoothroots.com at the checkout screen, use promo code JACK20, or go down to the show notes. Everything is down there. Hey, what's going on, man? Good morning, Jack. Happy Sunday, everybody. What's up, Brian? How you doing? I am good, my man. We have another awesome episode here today on the Cannabis Connoisseur Podcast, but with some special guests. Is that right, Jack? Oh, yeah. We got a strong episode for you guys today. We're going to talk about some dispensaries, some products, and super excited about our guests. Yes. Today, we're, we are we are here with Smooth Roots CBD, and today we're going to be going over why, why high-quality hemp matters. And with us today, we have Ed Saltzman. And Matt Hayes from Smooth Root CBD out of Pennsylvania. Thanks, guys. Yeah, absolutely. Hey. Thanks for having us. Yeah, hey. thank you so much, guys. We're really excited to be here with you. Yeah, this is awesome. And, and just from your website, I want to point out um, a cool quote that I saw. Smooth Roots was founded with the belief that every individual deserves access to natural, wholesome, and affordable medicine. So just to kind of give you guys an idea, that's what we're going to be going over today because we've been getting a lot of questions in regards to quality cannabis, um, why it's important, you know, how to come across quality cannabis. Um, you know, and, and different different aspects that kind of go into like the production of it and whatnot. So uh, today we have the experts here in the room, um, and and Ed, you are the founder. Matt, you do all the financials, and together you guys make up a cool company, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Very cool, growing company. So why don't you guys tell us a little bit about who you are? That'd be great. Yeah. So um, Matt and I actually went to high school together, Ooh. and um, we we grew up skateboarding. You know, just doing the high school stuff. And, Utilizing uh, cannabis, maybe. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, def- <laughs> definitely. That one. Might Growing have started, up, we did. Yep. That one might have started um, before. High yep, school. <laughs> yep. It's been doing Often that does. One for a bit. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, but uh, we just grew up together, and then uh, we we started a company uh, uh, in like 2015. It was just a uh, a uh, like an investment company. We just held a couple like technology and cannabis stocks. That's how Smooth Roots started? Yeah. Yeah, actually, because I, I had gotten my degree in finance, and yeah. um, it was something that Eddie was interested in. So we would meet up, we'd grab a drink, we'd talk it over. And um, at one point, we decided to start up an LLC. And uh, we, we kept a couple of our other friends in the loop there, and we had discussions, and we would invest. And once we had made a little bit of money by investing, uh, we decided to roll it into like a retail storefront. And we started wow. that up with two of our other friends. So Ed and I founded Smooth Roots, which actually started under a different name, uh, CB Depot. But we decided Ooh, to... Nice. It, it was a cool name, but it was already taken. So we wanted to... <laughs> yeah, we, we had to rebrand yeah. ourselves at that point. One, yeah. one of the people that we were purchasing product from, they would always mess up our invoices. And he called me one day. He's like, yo, I got like 16 CBD posts. Which one are you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And at that point... We're the Smooth Roots one, right? <laughs> yeah. At that point, I'm like, all right, we need to rebrand and be able to differentiate a yeah. little more. It's just, just crazy. Uh, you know, that's that, that that's that's huge. And, and so, so you guys started as an investment company? And then, yeah, just like super small, like it yeah. was just me and Matt, um, I was living in Alabama at the time and we would just sit on like Zoom video meeting calls or like wow. Skype, whatever, and uh, just throw ideas back and forth. And then we actually decided like, all right, let's, you know, we'll start a TD Ameritrade account and put it's it amazing. behind an LLC and put a couple dollars into it. Um, just 
yeah. little, you know, chunks of change that we had just from working. I mean, cause, you know, and, and the reason why I think that's, that's interesting for me is because investing is something that, I mean, not everybody can do, right? But like, it's very accessible, mm-hmm. the barrier of entry yeah. to get into investing. But you guys nowadays, are completely far from that, right? You produce products and, and yeah. you have a lot of them and, and you have stores. And yep. so like th- there's, this thing has grown to be something quite different than what it originally was when you started out. So yeah. that's really interesting. Definitely. And I'd love to hear a little bit about that too. Yeah. That so yeah. I was, um, I was working for a company when I was still out in Oregon and I was yeah. just doing, um, I was compliance director. So I just had to make sure that all of our ducks were in a row for Oregon, Washington, California. Um, for, for what kind of compliance, like like production? Yeah, like, we okay. were we were um, uh, we were a company that was essentially uh, we were licensing our products to manufacturers in uh-huh. each state. So I had to make sure that those companies with the licenses were legitimate licenses that they were operating to the Oregon, Washington, or California state yep. requirements for the cannabis programs. Mm-hmm. Um, and we also had a, uh, like a sub brand um, that was strictly hemp CBD. It was my first little thing in the CBD and. Mm-hmm. Knowing that I could go, there was basically no regulations on it, how you could sell it or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I had an idea just to try and sell more, just to make more commission for myself. I was mm-hmm. like, let's open up a little storefront and make this brand mm-hmm. our like premier brand. Um, so that's what we did. And that's how we started it. We were lucky enough that in the end of 2017, wow. those cannabis stocks took off. Yeah. And we turned that really small amount of money into enough to start our first storefront wow wow that's amazing yeah. oh that's cool wow. and that, that's exactly what we did it was yeah a little, little mall kiosk and we should do an investment yeah. episode on this too right yeah yeah it was, it was pretty yeah. cool we would just sit there with our buddies like all just like just read whatever about the, the cannabis yeah. companies because if you look yeah. at their financials you know it's hard to it's hard to paint the picture it's right. very like convoluted information yep um but you know that's exactly what we did and um, we used all that money to start our first storefront and, um, then we just used that model yeah. to raise a couple more dollars. And now we have, uh, four stores total mm-hmm. and we are partnered with my buddy's farm, Tricom Farms. I see that. Yeah. Oregon. So cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's and- a. That's a great. You guys have a few different farms, right? Or different uh, vendors that you work with. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Not farms, but maybe like different products from different farms maybe I saw on the website or Totally. Yeah, partnerships. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So we there's a lot of people that make good quality products. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um and there's a lot of there's a lot of companies that will strictly sell their own and mm-hmm. like there's like the big franchise companies like even like your CBD is one. They sell all their own products whereas we are a little bit different and we'll sell retail for other people's products cuz you know like Mm-hmm. Uh, like they're just mm-hmm. bigger brands that, you know, they invest a lot. So it draws people in. Mm-hmm. But with our partnership at the farm, um, we like we've got a tier two production license. So we grow about 10,000 square foot of indoor cannabis space. Wow. And then awesome. and we've been doing that like they have been um, our partners since 2002 growing actual medical marijuana. Wow. So we just take all of our knowledge in cannabis yeah. cultivation, uh, like extrapolate it or whatever into um, hemp. And mm-hmm. we, we just grow some really high quality medicinal grade hemp. Yeah. And then we um, have those bigger brands that get people in the door. And then we really like spend a lot of time on educating them yep. what the differences are between the brands um, and what we're doing differently within our storefronts. And, um, you know, it's, that's pretty much what we're doing. Yeah. So there's there's really a lot to be said that um, – you know, Ed's experience in the legal Oregon market has mm-hmm. definitely helped us a lot with developing yeah. our company. Uh, but in addition to that, it's really the the network that you've built. You know, we've we've got a lot of close relationships with some of the vendors that we work with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, that has kind of helped us come up with some of the most high quality products that we want to keep in our lineup. 
And that has really helped us succeed because with, with our business, you uh, know, there's, there's a lot of CBD out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and it comes in all different ranges of, of qualities. So some stores that you might go to, they have some pretty cheap, accessible type CBD that is made with low quality materials. But we get our stuff from, you know, legally compliant, mm-hmm. uh, companies, mostly from out West that have had a lot of experience and really know how to develop a great product. And, and that's a, that's a really good point. All right. And if we can just, um, I wanted to ask you real quick, if we can step back, um, just how did you go from, you know, investing in the cannabis stocks to really diving deep? I mean, what you guys do, I mean, you really get into the trenches of, of everything from, from the cycle, you know, when we were talking about the cycle of the cannabis production or the hemp production, right? Mm -hmm. Your products. So like, what made you interested in wanting to do that? How did you, I guess the process was just kind of organic, but like, why did you want to do that? What made you want to get into that? That was the whole goal of what I wanted to do. Like when I was go, I was going to school, just honestly wasting a lot of time and money at school. Yeah. I'm just trying to figure out what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And uh, like in the back of my mind, I always knew that I wanted to have a business. Like yeah. I knew I wanted to be a business owner or do something like that. Mm-hmm. Just like, you know, entrepreneur type lifestyle. It's just like, let's try and do that. Yeah. Um, so I was trying to figure it out and I met my, my, one of my colleagues, one of my good friends, Dante, um, my second year at Kutztown and, uh, he moved out to, uh, Oregon. That's when I moved to Alabama and Matt and I really started getting into the whole finance thing. Um, but about a year or so later, um, Dante got a job at a dispensary that was just up and coming. And, uh, throughout our second year at Kutztown, we were just like, you know, maybe we can like do like, let's start a weed company, you know, let's move out West, you know, everybody like, let's move out West. Let's go yeah. see what we can do. <laughs> yeah. The, the age That's old... always a trend. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. We're not the first person to think that. Yeah. Yeah. But that, that's exactly what we did is, um, we ended up Super Bowl out. trophies moving out West probably next week too, right? <laughs> yeah. Right. For sure. Oh, so, um, we, we just moved out there and, um, just started getting all the experience awesome. in the cannabis business. Um, uh, we were working for a, it was at first a medical dispensary right yeah. in Bend, Oregon. Beautiful mm-hmm. store, beautiful place, awesome. Can't wait to get back. Um, but, uh, we started working there just retail and then they started putting together a farm. It was a 5,000 square foot indoor production facility. We would grow and, um, we'd process and pretty basically do everything, run a vertically integrated cannabis companies with one of the, one of the most incredible growers, um, in, in the game right now. Wow. Um, but, uh, so we just, you know, got our, um, just got our experience up doing that. Mm-hmm. And, um, we were lucky enough that the cannabis stocks hit. Yeah. And cause, you know, that, that was the goal. I just never had enough capital behind to start like anything. You know, mm-hmm. we were just small scale, move out to Oregon. I had $1,200 in my bank account, packed <laughs> my car, never been there, just mm-hmm. moved. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And, and the timing was good because with those well, cannabis stocks, you really, we never knew if or when they were going to take off. Yeah. And it was really around the time that the uh, Canadian legalization yeah. news started getting big. Yeah. Um, we, we had gotten in a little bit before that and that was when the stuff really took off. Yeah. So we, we were lucky with the timing on that and yeah. uh, the money that we were able to raise uh, helped put us in the trajectory to open our first store. And, wow. you know, it's like, you so know, with cool. investing, you own a little piece of a company, but you don't own the company. You don't have much of a say in how their operations go. So the goal of having our own business and, and being able to operate and control, you know, that was what led us to moving on from investments and ultimately into 
uh, getting into sales and retail ourselves. And yeah. what was it that you wanted to control about that? Like, I mean, I think what you're seeing, like, it sounds like you really were looking for higher quality products and you weren't seeing that in the industry. Yeah. I mean, or we did have a, a good bit, but um, I personally, me, I yeah. hated being there. I would have, we had like eight or so bud tenders and myself, I would sit here at this dispensary mm-hmm. and I would clear 75 grand a month. I'm one bud tender. We had eight. <laughs> and I'm like, why am I doing this for somebody right, else? I right. can do this. Like, yeah. Crazy. Yeah. And then, 75? and then. Oh man, we wow. would crush it. We would do like three hundred fifty thousand dollars a month Whoa. at this one dispensary. That's There's thirty insane. dispensaries in Ben. We were doing that's three fifty a month. Wow! And I'm like, damn, I'm sitting here doing this for somebody else. Like, <laughs> How'd I do this for my own dispensary? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> that's yeah. awesome. Wow, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. And so, um, and so you guys, I mean, I mean, you have a few different products, mm-hmm. right? And and even like your own. I was this. That yeah. you guys are making too, yeah. Yeah, so um, we've got two lines now. Since since yeah. we've partnered with our our farm, um, we <coughs> so they've got a line called Tricom Hemp Farms, yep. and then we've got another line called State CBD. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and we've got all different types of the drops, the tinctures that you take mm-hmm. under your tongue. We've mm-hmm. got edibles, topicals, um, we pretty much everything. Um, just the main difference between the two is that the Tricom is true full spectrum, so it does have a slight degree mm-hmm. of THC. Oh. Um, and then state is totally THC free and basically formulated for people who need to take drug tests for work or just mm. want to stay THC free regardless of what. Are they broad say. spectrum or isolate or both? They're, it's more broad spectrum. So it's yeah. isolate based. It's, it's, uh, only CBD in them, mm-hmm. but we do use a couple terpenes. Uh, we use, uh, beta caryophyllene and linalool in them just okay. to kind of like help increase the CBD's effectiveness on yeah. the body. Similarly, similarly to what THC does, but mm-hmm. just not as. Not as strong, yeah. Not as strong, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And where do is that the same farm that you use Mm -hmm. in in Oregon? Use that out there too. Yeah. Okay. The state, so state and trichome. So, yeah. And I think that's really important to make sure that, like what you said earlier, Matt, that the product that you're that you're growing is coming from a place that that is like experienced and knows what they're doing. Because exactly. And 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 that's that's the other big part. I think I would love for you guys to jump into because I think Mm -hmm. a lot of people. Like myself, I wasn't really familiar as to like, I, I hear, oh, you got to make sure it comes from a decent place. You got to make sure it comes mm-hmm. from a good place. Um, so I would just like to hear from you guys, like what, what your experience is with that. And also why, like why, you know, explaining to the listeners mm-hmm. why having quality product isn't, imp- why where it comes from is important. Why having sustainable quality hemp is. Yeah, absolutely. You know? So what I kind of tell people is like, it, it, it's, it's crucial. It's very mm-hmm. important. Um, and the reason being is it's almost as, um, important as like eating healthy. Like you don't want to go out and eat stuff that's high, like even eating too much salmon or whatever extreme mm-hmm. example, but it's really high in like mercury, things like that, mm-hmm. heavy metals, yeah. just maintaining proper bodily balance and making sure you're not taking in any of these ty- types of toxins that are going to be um, bad, bad for your health. Mm-hmm. Um, same thing with all these different types of cannabis products and especially CBD. It's a lot more important to be really careful if, if you're a careful po- person about that stuff. Mm-hmm. Because there's no regulation around it. Yeah. And that's the big issue. And that's like my number one talking point when I'm talking to a new customer is, um, I mean, our farm in Oregon, like we are heavily regulated by the Oregon Liquor Control Commission who oversees all of our cannabis operations. Mm-hmm. There's nothing like that for CBD. So if yeah. when we grow uh, any, when we do anything in Oregon, it's all tracked seed to sale. So the seed that we plant is tracked. That clone that goes into the, it's all tracked from the, throughout the whole cultivation process. Um, throughout the manufacturing and the to the retail distribution or mm-hmm. however it gets sold. 
Um, and part of that regulation is that it has to be tested for many different things. Like the flour has to be tested for mm-hmm. pest mold, mildew. It has to be tested for potency. It mm-hmm. um, has to be tested for pesticides, all these different things to make sure that it's a clean and safe product. From a third party? Yeah, yep. exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then that third party, it's also not just any lab. That lab is also regulated by the OLCC for all the lab mm-hmm. requirements mm-hmm. to make sure that the machines are calibrated, they're clean and operating properly. Um, so, uh, and then that's just the flour. Then you yeah. have to, if, if, if you're going to take it and use it for like a raw material, like to make like a THC tincture or mm-hmm. edible, um, or concentrate, it's going to have to go through another manufacturing process, mm-hmm. which is going to require another set of testing. And that's going to have to be tested for heavy. Me- if it's not already tested for the, wow. pot- for the pesticides or the potency, it has to be tested for that, but then it also has to be tested for residual solvents to make sure that, like, if you blasted it for BHO, that there's not residual butane in mm-hmm. there. And it has to be under certain parts per million wow. to be compliant with the OLCC. And same <laughs> for heavy metals and all these different things. Yeah. For CBD, you have none of that. Yeah. And that's where all these issues come in, like kids dying from smoking yeah. vaporizers. It's also THC vaporizers, per, but primarily from the street mm-hmm. um, because people use – um, pesticides or, and like there's one in particular, it's called mycobutanol. And, um, it, it's like a very known pesticide. Um, the lid was like whistleblown off of it a couple of years ago in a product called Eagle 2020, I believe. Mm. It was a very, um, successful pe- or, uh, pesticide product that people would like spray or whatever on their plants. Um, the issue is apparently the cannabis plants, like they're growing them and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Cause, um, I mean, if you're not growing properly and not taking your time and mm-hmm. rushing through it, you can get bugs on your plants. You get spider, all these different types of yeah. bad things that you don't want to be right. smoking. Right. Yeah. And then when you go to extract that, you're only, ex- you're like, you're concentrating all that stuff. Like mm-hmm. you're making the pesticides and things like that stronger. It's not removing them. So mm-hmm. you have to make sure it's not in there. Um, but when you vaporize these, like that mycobutanol, or when people get cheap cartridges, like from China, yep. um, cadmium is a heavy metal. And it's, a, a, from what my understanding, it's a binding agent for steel. So in cheap steel cartridges, that cadmium will leak. You could have a totally clean oil, mm-hmm. but the cadmium from the hardware will leak into the oil. Wow. And then when you heat these things up mm-hmm. from their normal state to like the vaporizer temperatures, mm-hmm. they change chemically into other things. And when you inhale them, it's incredibly bad for you. Mm-hmm. In Oregon, we've never had any of those issues because it has to be tested for all those different heavy metals wow. or all those different pesticides yeah. and things like that. So that's why going back to the original question, yeah. it's super important to know where all your products are coming from and if they're tested and if they're tested by a legitimate lab. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Because um, only it was only last year that the federal farm bill came out that legalized, um, you know, hemp derived CBD products for sale within the U.S. But we're still in a heavily unregulated market, yeah. and Ed's experience working in compliance in the legal Oregon market is something that we've been able to lean on mm-hmm. uh, within our business to know that we're getting some high quality stuff. Nice. Yeah. Uh, we, we make sure that all of our products are independently lab tested and that goes for mm-hmm. all of the vendors that we work with. And we've, we've seen some of the products that come in some of the lower end stores that, you know, are very cheap, very accessible. And, and that's part of the draw for some people who are skeptical about CBD, which we totally understand, you know, getting into some of the highest quality products they're they're not exactly cheap, mm-hmm. uh, but if people want to get into the low end and try it out and see if they like it, then they might actually be buying something that's dangerous. Mm-hmm. And rather than helping with some of their ailments, it might actually make things worse if they're not using the right stuff. Right, that's a great point. Yeah, yeah I, I actually, um, 
Yeah, that that's something that I don't think a lot of people think about when you think yeah. about mm-hmm. like because you just you know you're walking down the street and you see buy CBD here and and, yeah. and like you hear about CBD and you're like oh yeah you know the, my friend took this and it helped with this side or the other maybe and then you just walk into a, a, a the corner yeah bodega they got them all, all the bodegas <laughs> yeah you know they got them all the bodegas yeah. it's got like the sour patch kids or like grape on it oh I like grape yeah. let me try that and yeah. you don't know yeah. What yeah and I I told and it's it's you're right it's like absolutely different you know and it depends where you get your mm-hmm. stuff because I, I feel a difference too like i've had good and bad quality cannabis and and i think everybody has well mm-hmm. that's used it right and yeah, those totally. listeners out there that have never utilized cannabis that are just kind of tuning in um you know just don't buy the bad stuff start off yeah. with the good stuff yeah. <laughs> you know so it's it's uh it's definitely um because th- that's one thing i found too that when you take quali- higher higher quality cannabis i found that my Maybe my high is better. My feeling is better. And and when I don't, when I've had bad stuff, I feel worse. Mm-hmm. Like I, you feel a little buzzy, kind of like coffee. You know, you have good and bad coffee too. Like I, I actually feel the difference. Maybe it's just because of me. No, you're sensitive. You're totally right. And that really brings me back to like the the high school and middle school days yeah, of yeah, just right. starting out, uh, not really knowing what you're getting because it was such a you know it was it was a dark. Uh, yeah, market yeah. For, right. for cannabis in general and it's like drinking wine out of a box you're almost never gonna have a good time <laughs> yeah and, uh, that's I mean, it'll be fun it's just the next day's horrible <laughs> you're right, right. Yeah. you're right um that's that's a lot of the most you know a lot of the worst experiences that we've had with cannabis is is back in the day when we really didn't know what we were getting yeah. you don't know what you're getting yourself into right. and now that the market has really expanded you can you can be a lot safer about how you go about and, it if you know what you're doing and i think i think the biggest biggest point exactly and i think the biggest point is that it's tricky because um as you said, Ed, and any company can get in the game, mm-hmm. and they don't have to abide by the rules. And there are no rules, right? They can abide by any rule they want. Yeah, yeah. and I, that's the thing I don't think Wild people West. get or understand. And when you right, and when you hear, oh, make sure your place is coming from a good source. Nobody understands yeah. what that means, yeah. right? And so I think it's important for us to just do what you did and oh, geez, explain that. Um, because at the end of the day, like that's just something that um, that is just you know once you pay attention to it, your mm-hmm. whole experience with cannabis is going to get better. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. and that's why we advise you know anyone who's interested in getting into cbd where wherever you decide to source it from just make sure you ask for those independent lab results that way you can see that the um you know all of the contents are below those like parts per million um Mm. for for what they you know what they deem safe for CBD yeah. products. And I noticed on your website, which is awesome, you, you guys have the COAs on everything, yeah. which the mm-hmm. certificate of analysis, um, which is what, for all the listeners out there, what you want to be looking for when you're, when you're researching this stuff or when you're seeing it online, because that's going to show you exactly that, that a, the testing was done by yeah. a third party. Right. And then also that it's quality. So yeah, hundred yeah. percent. So now the, the one issue with this mm-hmm. is, um, a lot of people they'll know to ask for a test result and even this also goes to the people who are buying it like wholesale and, and reselling it mm-hmm. is they need to learn what an actual test result is because you need to get like what I would call a full compliance test result which is going to be for your for the potency for the heavy metals for the residual solvents pest mold mildew pesticides all that mm-hmm. um what most people will give you is only for potency which is cool cuz that at least allows or ensures you that one there's CBD in the product mm-hmm. and two um, it's to the amount that their advertising is on the label, mm-hmm. but that tells you nothing about the the cleanliness or the quality of the product that went into it. Only, yeah, only the strength of it. Yeah, and and then that's the big issue because people are like, oh yeah, I've got COAs for sure, and like I mean, I get seven phone calls oh. a day, people trying to sell it, and then the COAs they send over are just the potency, and then when I ask for a full for at least the the raw material, like if you send me a mm-hmm. potency for like a tincture, yeah, say you've got a six hundred milligram tincture, you send me the potency, it's six hundred milligrams CBD, mm-hmm. cool. 
cool. And then you send me um, the full compliance for the isolate used in that and mm-hmm. for all the other products, then the potency is fine. Mm-hmm. But you need to make sure that the concentrate or whatever used is is clean. And that's what a lot of people don't know to ask for, even the people who are buying it and selling it. Yeah. So And that's also on the COA, the, the you're saying? Like yeah. the, the cleanliness? Yeah. That's all part of a yeah. COA. So that's a full compliance certificate yeah. analysis right. is it hits everything that a state, a legal state would yeah. require you to test for. Right. The issue with CBD is people just, they do the bare minimum. You right. Know? Now that like the market is basically demanding everybody to have a COA, mm-hmm. what's the cheapest COA I can get? Right. Right, the, right. The, the, the potency from a probably not qualified laboratory wow. that's going to pump one out for fifty bucks so versus see, like seven hundred bucks. So there's a difference in COAs you can be looking at. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. that's interesting. Yeah. So, so that's a really good point to know yeah. too. Like, make sure that it has all that other stuff on there, so you can see it's not just the potency, but also yeah. it's clean at the same time. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, it's important. So yeah, you guys. Uh, um, I noticed on your website. First of all, you guys, it's a really dope website. Well, thank you. It's oh, like thank clear. you. Yeah, it's like modern. It's nice. Um, but like, I know you guys like. Uh, you advertise like uh, um, CBD for pets, like, like mm-hmm. dogs. Um, I was gonna say like there's there's like a whole process for doing that, like you know like, to test the product and uh, like what's the difference like for for regular products? You know you test them, they have to be safe and everything. Mm-hmm. Like what's your process with like you know uh, products for pets that you guys go? Through? Same thing, same okay. exact thing cool. they go for. Everything is like I mean because regardless of if it's for like a person or an animal. The, the OLCC or whatever state body is, is going to have to be tested for everything that uh, the people product would be tested for. Um, so we just, I mean, because we, I mean, we do a lot of our yeah. testing for like that we have to. So it's basically just like, all right, now here's the <coughs> CBD. So it's, it, you know, we can kind of just piggyback it and that that's pretty much what we do, well, but it's all the same stuff. That's awesome. What do you find with the pets? I'm curious. Like, do you feel any cool, like, mm-hmm. like, what dogs cats yeah any any mammal yeah so like and and what i tell people is and we can get pretty scientific on it but like Mm -hmm. so the reason why the products are so beneficial for people is because all mammals have a system called the endocannabinoid system yeah all these different types of cell receptors Mm -hmm. all mammals have that same exact system so Mm -hmm. it's going to help your dog or your cat or whatever type of mammal um, for whatever it would help you for, whatever, you know, they've got like yeah. arthritis in older animals, separation anxiety in younger ones, yep. thunderstorms, fireworks, wow. things mm-hmm. like that. That's My dog crazy. is a canister at this point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Awesome. She is a professional canister. That's for sure. Yeah. 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 Um, oh. No, that's, uh, I think it's interesting because I, I actually think people prefer to start with their pets mm-hmm. sometimes because yeah. they're like hey it's my pet <laughs> yeah, which is sure. sad <laughs> you think of it like that like, yeah, but yeah, it's man. it's a more approachable way to use cannabis yeah, i guess definitely. see how it works out with like sparky and then i'll, I'll try it up yeah we we don't advocate using your pet as a lab you know what's funny is that that was that was a good episode we had a lot of hits i mean yeah, yeah. no so definitely don't use you know right. your pets no, as that <laughs> but um but uh but definitely um i found that for the cbd with my dog yeah i mean i had a dog that just was like she's awesome i love her but you just didn't know what you're getting into when you go to the dog parks yeah, some days she yeah. was great other days was she was just a wild card so yeah. um but but now like like the anxiety when you leave and stuff now she doesn't have any issues when we leave she doesn't you know yeah she, there's a dog growling at her she just walks away right mm-hmm. like it's all the stuff i want out of a normal dog right yeah. and mm-hmm. she's a pit bull so when she didn't feel like doing those things it was a huge liability right? yeah, <laughs> so, for sure. so yeah. yeah so we definitely had to make sure that, that and that's been super helpful so yeah. no that's that's uh well, the that's al- interesting the alternative is like pros 
Prozac. I like. I have a friend that's dog that that's she was like, on that. Yeah, yeah they, they oh, give him no Prozac. Way. It's like yeah, Crazy. like the dog just stares. Like when they give it to Prozac, he stares at the closet. Like he just stands there and stares. Yeah. Like he doesn't move. It's like it's not. Yeah, good. it's all it's drugged yeah, that's, up. That's kind of yeah. heartbreaking. I mean. Yeah. I, I don't even I don't even care to hear like people that feel like they have to use mm-hmm. Prozac because it I know it it can really make you feel like almost numb yeah. on the inside. Right. Yeah, and that's and it's that's never true. and one of the great things about just living is feeling right. Yeah, and absolutely. like and if you can't feel like what's the point? Yeah, and then you have a lot of issues, and that's that's what happens. Obviously, mm-hmm. right. I always say though with a dog, and and we were and we were talking about this with a vet, and and my wife didn't want to do that for that reason with the dog, and mm-hmm. I said, and I was just at the point where she was getting in fights. I said, listen, I'm like she just needs to be a good dog. She doesn't have to grow up and get a job. She doesn't need a ton of friends, right? Yeah. <laughs> she just just needs to be a good dog. Yeah. And so she started the Prozac, but then we eventually, you know, switched to CBD, which is way better. Nice. So for all awesome. those other reasons, now she's happy. Absolutely. And, yeah. You know, you know, That's being a good dog. dog yeah. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um, and and I I actually um. I wanted to ask you guys because you guys do have products, and we were talking about that. What are what are your like most popular products, and like what are you finding when people come in that they're looking for? What are you finding that people maybe shift to later on if that happens to something else that they like? All that stuff. I I always recommend people to go with something full spectrum. If you, I mean, like if you have to take drug tests for right. work, you know, that's if that's you what, can, yes. yeah, that's what <laughs> states for, you know. But mm-hmm. um, usually, I will always recommend people to go with the full spectrum just because yeah. they are always more effective for what we find mm-hmm. to date. Um, and also the, the drops you take under your tongue are definitely what I usually recommend just cause it's easiest for your body to use and like, um, mm-hmm. like metabolize or whatever, mm-hmm. all the, the cannabinoids that you're getting or giving it in the tincture form. Mm-hmm. Cause it just goes right under your tongue. It doesn't have to be digested or anything. And then it just gets distributed throughout your whole body. So, and, and versus using it topically where you're only really going to affect like the local area or CB2 receptors, mm. you've got the other, another portion of receptors called the CB1 receptors that are in your brain that you're not going to activate or be able to utilize when you use it topically. Mm-hmm. So people that have like more severe pain relief, like arthritis or something like that, or uh, fibromyalgia are probably some of the most common uses for these products. Mm-hmm. Um, the topicals are great, but when you ingest it, it has a lot stronger of an effect because it takes effect on your brain cells mm-hmm. and all the other cells that you have throughout. Yeah, the body. but but do not eat the topicals. That's <laughs> do not eat the topicals. <laughs> Those are for your skin, right? So so the tinctures are great because it is not pudding. Trust me, <laughs> the, the the tinctures are pretty balanced. Uh, they're relatively fast acting. You know, you mm-hmm. drop it under your tongue, hold it there for a little bit. Yep. And it usually, d- depending on your uh, like metabolism, it usually takes maybe like 15 to 20 minutes to kind of take full effect. Mm-hmm. And it, it could last, again, depending on your metabolism for a couple hours. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you have other products like a vape, which is nearly instant effect, but it doesn't last nearly as long. Or an edible, which it will... Um, it will take longer to take effect, but the effect is more long lasting. So a tincture is kind of a good middle ground is something that is both relatively quick and relatively long lasting for people. Mm-hmm. And, and within that, there's, there's different types of tinctures. You have the, right? The, mm-hmm. like, like, and what, like the way, how quickly they can get into your bloodstream, right? Like the alcohol and, and MCT oil, I believe they have two different, um, yeah, is, they're, pretty, no, they're, they're pretty quickly. So like, the, yeah. The, but also, like for our trichome tinctures, they are mm-hmm. an ethanol uh, base, and they're they're an MCT oil. Ah, so it, they're it's all when you talk about like the tinctures will basically be like around the same, around the same, yeah. But then yeah. when you break it, they go to the edible route or capsule. Then yeah. you definitely get a lot varying, the varying like yeah use, when it kicks like, in and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Interesting. And so you find that most people go with the tinctures when they start. 
I mean, there. yeah, that's that's what I we recommend too. And like the reason why we opened up the stores is because I mean, you can go online, like just like these bodegas you see by CBD here. There's yeah, millions of them online. Yeah. Um, but like a lot of they don't want to sit and stare at a computer screen because no. they're staring at a computer screen that's got like twelve brands. on Yes. It. So yeah. how do you decipher what the difference is? How do you ask? How do I know that this one is going to be for me? Yeah. Right. Come into a storefront and ask the people who have been selling medical marijuana mm-hmm. for five years is, mm-hmm. and we can that you know that's what we tell people too is like this is i will i will never not sell you a product mm-hmm. but i will give you all the information that i have to make sure that you're making the proper decision mm-hmm. yeah and nine out of ten the the tinctures i think are the way to go or the capsules depending i mean yeah. depending on how long you want it to last for yeah but like the like flower and inhalation is cool for sure like the flower is great i love flower I smoke mm-hmm. it every day do you guys have flower that, that yeah. like cbd we flower? Do. yeah absolutely yeah. and yeah. that's something that is becoming like quickly a lot more popular yeah i've heard of yeah. that yeah it's good too like it's, oh, it, it's yeah. really good so, you, you look at it and you almost you can't even really discern it from yeah. from cannabis well it's 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 just isn't it almost the same it's the same plant isn't it or just they're just they're within less, the same family yeah yeah it's yeah similar it's um uh, so like you have hemp and cannabis, uh-huh. they're like cousins of each other. Right. Um, they both produce a wide variety of different terpenes and cannabinoids mm-hmm. and all these different compounds. Mm-hmm. But one, the difference between hemp and cannabis, um, is I believe it's like a, spe- it's a specific enzyme. I believe that mm. hemp has that blocks the production of THC, THC. Uh, to, to, for like, for the most part. I mean, in yeah. the flower, it's never going to be THC free. Right. There's just a small amount. Yeah. And that's, I think, the benefit of the flower is that, like, I think the flower, just in general, you can get those vaporizers, those mm-hmm. mini vaporizers. Mm-hmm. You can, you know, oh, grind yeah. it up, put put in there. And, and therefore, you know, you're not getting all the combustion or whatnot. And you're mm-hmm. getting that full, like, experience of that entire plant. Yeah. I, I I have a little mini vaporizer for that mm-hmm. stuff, and it's awesome. Oh, I yeah, like def- definitely. Yeah. definitely. Yeah, no, it's really cool. And I want to ask you, like, what, like, who, who's the most shocking patient that you've had like do you, do you have patients that you're just like wow i never would have guessed that we would have had somebody coming in like like who do you see coming in the store like that you're just like you see everybody or you see certain types people, of customers or everybody people yeah. ask me that like we'll, we'll go to like pitch somebody or yeah so what's your like demographic uh, yeah. everybody mm-hmm. uh, like we have our like, we anyone have... with an endocannabinoid system exactly <laughs> exactly any mammal is our market yeah, yeah. all mammals that's yeah. we're, we're yeah. fully inclusive there yeah i mean like we have our store in allentown which you know is like typical like inner city type um, yeah uh, type market but then we have our store new hope which is a you know it's very you got people that are making 25 million dollars they're residents wow. of the place you know it's mm-hmm. definitely like you got one side of the scale here and there's very different markets yeah. and, and you're know, talking about like older. man women older younger like any race you know any color type person yeah. any type of like whatever people you know we everybody likes this stuff and it you know that's when so we had a store in delaware mm-hmm. and um there was these guys these it was like a, a group of muslim dudes that would they would they were crushed they, i've never seen people that would sell products like this they crushed it wow. essential oils and um we closed that store to roll into mm-hmm. an actual storefront and they're gonna start picking up the products and the guy said it great he's like you know like i love this product because it it penetrates like every different type of cultural mm-hmm. barrier like, mm. you know, I mean, mm-hmm. we got all different types of people that come in and use yeah, this stuff. And right. it's, it's just pretty cool to see 
that. Yeah, I mean, there, there's, yeah, and that's really what it is. It's like anybody that has an endocannabinoid yeah. system, which is everybody, right? Yeah. And I, that's how I really feel like, and I say this, and I, you know, people don't, people don't listen to you all the time because they consider cannabis to be like alcohol. Mm-hmm. When I say something like you should take it every day, they're like, mm-hmm. "What are you talking about?" And I'm like, "No, you should really supplement with CBD every." In my opinion, yeah. you should have something every that, day. That's in what your I system. tell people. Yeah. It's like maintaining a proper yeah, diet. If exactly. you want to be healthy, yep, it's like. Okay, you, your car. Yeah. You want your car to run, you got to change your oil, mm-hmm. you got to maintain it. Mm-hmm. Same thing with your diet and and this whole endocannabinoid system. Yeah. Yeah, and important. and CBD is vastly different from alcohol and even right. yeah. even cannabis because it's not it's not psychoactive. That's mm-hmm. the key differentiator between CBD and THC. THC is going to give you that that psychoactive effect mm-hmm. that gives you the the mental high whereas CBD has more of just a a calming bodily effect. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and it's funny because I used to. I, mean, I think we all used to just do the THC, and, and once I got into the CBD world, I started really appreciating it. Not even just. I mean, the medical effects were the biggest reason, obviously, mm-hmm. but then just I feel like your high's better when you mm-hmm. have like CBD in your system. Yeah. Too. That's that's why I tell people all the time. Yeah. Like like we'll get people that come in and they look at the flower and they're just like, so why would I smoke this? Like, what's not getting <laughs> yeah. me high? What's the point? Yeah. Well, and what I tell those people, <laughs> right. mix it. That's right. What I do. Yes. Mix it. Yeah. Make a little. Make a little salad. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's what I love doing. I went. We, I was hanging out with some of my friends last night. I rolled yeah. up a couple dupes to bring over. They're a fifty-fifty mix of hemp and actual cannabis. Oh, nice. That's awesome, and it's great. I, yeah. I think it gives you more of like a well-rounded effect. More yeah, like more what you're talking, like full, true to the, what the plant actually is, versus just being like heavily one-sided to just thc yeah there's 150 or so like cannabinoids yeah there's a lot to the picture and and it's so hard to explain that to people that have never tried it whether it's somebody who's never tried cannabis at all or somebody who's only smoked Mm -hmm. like high thc black market stuff right like to explain to them you should try some of the stuff that doesn't make you as high they're Mm -hmm. like what are you talking about (laughs) (laughs) they just don't understand it but like i I mean you just i think part of what you start talking about is like you know when you do high, high indicas which i really like you you know you may lose some of your mental capacity which you don't if you add a little bit of cbd and Mm -hmm. then with the sativa we were talking about earlier you get a little buzzy which you don't get as buzzy when you add a little bit of cbd with the Mm -hmm. sativa right so it's just like those little things that that just make your experience better when you Mm -hmm. add cbd so um definitely yeah i think it's 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 an excellent mellowing agent and that's that's one of the cool things about the flower too is that you you can combine it with cannabis flower like like eddie was saying no that's that's cool i i I gotta do well it, it i I, I like um once once you know now that it's becoming more more um I guess accessible I'm gonna start getting more of the hemp flower because yeah. I'm yeah. starting to see that more yeah. you know but I just you know walk into some of these stores and you just want to make sure it's at the right place like yeah, we've been talking about definitely. and I totally. so I just won't touch them <laughs> yeah. until I see it yeah, you want to be able to like look at it you want to be able to smell yeah it and exactly see what, like, yes there's not not in a bag or something oh, like my, that right. I, I walked in the other day to a, a, a gas station that was like, <laughs> you right must there. love this that's not gonna <laughs> end well gosh the flower dude that it, it literally looked like dandelions that were <laughs> really? seven years old yeah yeah oh, it's God. absurd like what is this uh-huh. and then i showed the guy some of the flower because i had some of it on me <laughs> and um i was like so you guys are selling this flower here and i know you don't understand but yeah. the girl right over here that's like my age is gonna understand yeah so i brought them both over and i showed her and like you just saw this girl's jaw like basically hit the floor she's like damn like <laughs> That's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You're yeah. telling me that's not weed. Like, yeah. Yes, I basically <laughs> am telling you that that's not weed. Yeah, it's just She's, the difference is just like incredible, and that's yeah. what if you can't tell that by really just no. by looking, like you have to be able to smell it and see if it's mm-hmm. like good. Yeah, 
That's no, wild. no, absolutely. And, 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 and I think once we start, you know, getting into the, you know, the industry starts seeping into the industry a little bit mm-hmm. more, then we're going to be getting to a point where that type of accessibility is going to open up. So yeah. consumers can start like actually educating themselves and just by experiencing the flower before they buy it, which yeah. right now, I mean, geez, you can't even like walk into a dispensary anywhere really, you know, in any of these medical yeah. states, unless there's like, you go through three guards outside the door yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah, right. Yeah. So like you, you really like, it's very not accessible. So, mm-hmm. so hopefully Especially the farm bill, mm-hmm. I think that may open some things up too, right? Definitely, definitely. definitely. So yeah, that's and mm-hmm. and uh, that's that's a big part of what we do too. Is we want to make sure that it's accessible for yes, our customers. Yeah. Uh, what what we want to do is be able to educate. So yeah. I know Eddie mentioned earlier that when customers come in, we want to ask them questions about what they intend to use it for, mm-hmm. and we're gonna help identify which product works best for what you want to do. Yeah, and the aim is that educating people on what the possibilities of CBD is, is going to help destigmatize and eliminate that taboo that cannabis has had for a long time. Yeah. And in doing that, we're hoping that, you know, both will legitimize CBD, but will also help open the path for, you know, further movement in the, uh, the, the cannabis legalization throughout the country. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that's a good point. I think by focusing on hemp, I was thinking about this actually before the show, it just, it just allows you guys to, to, be national and to and to have a footprint in every single state and, mm-hmm. and to influence those states as well, you know, and the people in those areas to to try CBD, right? Yeah, and 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 it's okay to try CBD. It's legal, you know. We mm-hmm. have a store here, right? Um, so just not being in the marijuana with you know more than 03 percent THC and just mm-hmm. staying in the hemp industry actually allows people to be more educated mm-hmm. yeah. with cannabis just because they're able to see it. Yeah, because you're able to get in there. So yeah, I think exactly. it's huge. Yeah, yeah. You, you really have to imagine the uh, the reaction of some people just walking through the mall and seeing a kiosk yeah. with all of this stuff sitting up there. I, yeah. Even this even when we had flour way. and we're selling CBD flour yeah. at the mall and they're like, yes. are you guys dealing drugs here? Like, is this illegal? <laughs> yeah. People would get yeah, so confused. Like, it was so funny. <laughs> and they would like start walking in the store and like, wait, no, am I getting arrested if I go? <laughs> oh, yeah. No, sure. Yeah. People would definitely be like, they're for sure what I Wait, that. wait. Are you guys undercover cops or something? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Really? You probably got, got that, that I bet. Yeah. That's like, wow. that brings up a point though, like the cops, like, yeah, I have been selling marijuana for a long time. Um, not the only person. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> I look at this hemp flower and I can barely tell a difference sometimes. Mm-hmm. So like these cops that are a very, like, I mean, you know, they yeah. think they know what they're talking yeah. about here. They literally have no idea what they're talking about. Yeah. So and it is actually a valid question. Like, am I going to get arrested with this? Stuff? Yes. Well, I mean, Honestly, it could depend on the cop because that cop could absolutely like if you're going through New Jersey, don't go through I, New Jersey, <laughs> God, Jersey. Um, like they could absolutely take you in and arrest you and book you and do all that and then send it out and then you know it'll go to the lab and it'll come back clean. But you know yeah. it's just a bunch of right. And then you got to go through all that. Which yeah, exactly. Is horrible. So what that we in our New Hope store, we've actually just recently been tasked with um, educating the police force about wow. about the stuff. So cool. Yeah, the, so we had cool. the the chief of police for New Hope came in the store one day. And um, I'm sitting there working, and he just comes in, he's, you know, arms are crossed like this, <laughs> grilling the flower. I'm just like, where? This is going to be a fun conversation. <laughs> cool. Um, and uh, it, it was, you know, I, I uh, wrapped up selling some guy some other stuff, and he walked out. Then I was talking with the chief of police. We had a 45-minute conversation. First thing, though, he says, he looks at me, he goes, so what's the difference between this and what I've been arresting people for for 42 years? <laughs> I'm like, whoa! All right, yeah, it's the right person. Yeah, that's that's yeah, intense yeah. right there. Good lead-in. It was, it was crazy. But yeah, wow. no, we had a great conversation for 45 minutes, and then uh, just the other day.
day, he came back into the store and was talking to one of the guys that we got down there. And uh, he asked, he's like, so you guys, so when I was back, I was here the, a couple months ago, uh, you guys said you had all like the paperwork and everything to verify this stuff. He's like, I want you guys to like get all that so you can show the, cause he just hired a bunch of new, uh, mm. a bunch of new employees mm. to work down there. Nice. And he's like, you know, I want you guys to be able to show these guys like what we're talking about here and what we're looking at. It's great. So, yeah. It's pretty so, cool. So you guys are educating the, the police force now, which is super important because yeah. I've read stories about hemp companies transfer transporting yeah. you know hemp across states yep. after the farm bill yep. i believe it was and, it and yeah. yeah i think it was up in like the the northern yeah. part of the u.s that was happening and, and someone got arrested in new york was, i was like there's was like 100 pounds or something is that right yeah flour of hemp flour that got seized and the cops they they were, they were you know they were just doing their cop right. thing and right <laughs> right <laughs> right right That's right wild. i mean it, it, and it's true like i mean they're in a position where they're like well i don't know this is what it looks like right yeah, and i'm supposed yeah. to do this in that scenario yeah um and and uh, so it is important we got to educate everybody on this not yeah. just consumers but also like it, it's not worth anybody's time to you know go through booking and whatnot oh, just absurd, for yeah. all day or all night whatever it is yeah. and then just you know come out fine afterwards whatever you're not yeah. fine you just had 24 hours of that yeah. <laughs> you know and money you so, got to right. pay him all this money. You got a public mm. defender or whatever you got to do. You got yeah. a lawyer to make sure you don't get a like a Jeez. criminal record. And right. It's, like, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Yeah. No, absolutely. And, and you know, that's for what? You trying to deal with your back issue or something yeah, like that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, for you right. not trying to get addicted. Right. To right. Yeah. It, it, not exactly. Yeah. No, yeah. it's it's huge. Um, no, that's, that, that's interesting. So so I, is that a thing that's – I want to ask real quick. Is that something that's happening, like you think, across the country, educating the police force? Or is that um, just what I, you guys I, are doing? It probably is. I but, hope it is. So. Um, I mean it's not anything by any means that's like mainstream news or like yeah. this company is doing this to educate like right. law enforcement on this stuff. Like, yeah. It's just yeah. You know, that's not. I mean, maybe it's a juicy title, but not nearly as juicy as twenty-one-year-old kid dies from right. vaporizing yeah. weed over. Right. Like, those, those are the sensational headlines that get people's attention. Yeah, but we're not aware of like a national cause that's yeah. out there trying to educate the police force. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and not, nothing national. So it's going to vary community to communi- community. Yeah. yeah um, you know, maybe other than some of the things that uh, normal has been doing. Yeah. Um, but they're more cannabis focused. They yeah. might be uh, discussing CBD on some level. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're we're just happy to be able to have yeah. a part in educating our local community yeah. and hoping that that can spread out and um, that yeah. others can can take the charge on you know being responsible for theirs. Yeah, and so thank cool. X has got to start somewhere, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and and with that, uh, um, what was the like one of the bigger misconceptions that you see with with the cannabis when you like when, when people come in, is it just the fact that they just think it's going to make you high? Or, yeah, I mean, that, yeah. that's definitely one. Yeah. People are also worried about like they're worried about getting addicted to this, too. That's oh, another big thing is people wow. think. Like, so if I start taking this, what's going to happen if I want to come off of it? Yeah. I mean, right. You'll probably go right. What happens if you what happens problem. if you stop drinking water? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 And that, that's that's I, when people ask me that they're like, well, what happens if you get addicted? I'm like, I say that actually. I'm like, you get addicted to water. Yeah. They're like, well, you have to drink water. I'm like, your body needs cannabinoids. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's like that, that's how I view it. I view it the same yeah, way. So totally, yeah, that's, yeah. Like, I, like what we were saying earlier, like yeah. using it on like a bodily maintenance level. That's what right. I like. I mean, I'm 26, and like we were talking earlier, yeah. lucky enough to be in pretty good health for mm-hmm. still being kind of young. Yeah. Um, but like I'll I've started going to the gym and stuff just to stay in shape, mm-hmm. and that's what I'll, I'll make 
a shake in the morning and aside from even just like some CBD, I'll put like our full spectrum hemp tincture in there. Yeah. Mix it up. But I also put other things like some uh, like non-psychoactive mushroom type things like cordyceps and like reishi and shaga and all that. Yeah. And mix that up with, with the with the CBD and cannabinoids and then it's like – It's great. You know, Good yeah, I have like wow. these teas, like echinacea teas and whatnot, mm-hmm. and like kava teas, and I mm-hmm. put some oh, of my yeah. like like mm-hmm. one to one powder ratio yeah. in there, and it is the most relaxing thing at night. It's like yeah. you mix all the plants together, and they give you great things, right? Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. almost like they're there for a purpose. <laughs> yeah, right. Like <laughs> yeah. they're meant to be. Yeah. And and um, you know, another cool product that we uh, that we sell and that we've seen is the uh, CBD hemp derived uh, honey which goes mm-hmm. excellently with oh, uh, teas like that. So yeah. I would, that's something I would definitely recommend yeah. trying. Yeah, yeah. We, we make that too, actually, at our farm. It's, now, it's local um, bee or no, local uh, um, uh, honey from Oregon. Yeah. But it's all local to our farm, and then we, we grow all the hemp and do it all, and we make it at the farm. And it's, that's it's good cool. stuff. Yeah, you mix it up and that's whatever. Awesome. And it's I a good seller now. Yeah, it's going to be CBD and everything. It. Right. Oh, so man, it's it's getting to that CBD. point. Yeah. It's wild. No, we yeah. are at that point. Brookstone sells CBD mattresses. We are at that point. I've seen. I was CBD just trying firewood. to come up with a ridiculous example of you, but then you just you did it. Did it's, it. Yeah. it's not even oh, ridiculous, yeah. and it's not even an example. It's <laughs> no, real. It's real. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah, crazy. We're, we're selling hemp bricks for your house in the future. <laughs> well, bricks. that's actually oh, uh, that's actually a really good idea. Yeah. Hemp houses, hemp yeah. I think they make too. Yeah. Well, yeah. and and then that's one of the other cool things about hemp that I think is important to talk about is that it has so many industrial purposes mm-hmm. too, which yeah. is why the uh, passing of the farm bill last year is yeah. a major step forward for the country. I, I think a lot of cannabis enthusiasts probably know, but the um, the nationwide um, prohibition on hemp on hemp uh, started what back in the 30s mm-hmm. with um, paper and textile companies lobbying together to yeah. get industrial hemp just out of the market mm-hmm. because it was competing with them and it was a lot cheaper for people to produce. It crushes the lumber, mm-hmm. the, the whole lumber mm-hmm. market, and that's why and that's why we we lost it. Right? Yeah. yeah. Because of yeah. that. Because, yeah, because it's such a versatile and beneficial thing. Yeah. For all these big companies. I mean, you start making all this stuff out of hemp and like these big forestry or whatever, like the lumber companies, yeah. uh, the plastics, you know, hemp plastic, yeah. even hemp Clothing. gasoline and like fuels, yeah. things like that to pharmaceuticals and CBD and all these different Amazing. healthcare products. And that's exactly why it's illegal. Hemp's going to save the world, I think. <laughs> yeah. it, it has, it has certain potential getting, to, to yeah. help with a lot of things. Yeah. And, and it's true though. I don't even, I, I say that as a joke a little bit, but at the same time, I don't because mm-hmm. like there's so much we haven't tapped into. It seems with cannabis and hemp that, oh, yeah. that just like there there is the potential for a huge like world shift. I mm-hmm. think in the way we do things, right, and yeah. and just in a positive way by using yeah. hemp, right? So, just just more natural source yeah. medicines. I think is a great thing. Sustainable, natural, all that stuff, mm-hmm. and and hemp like, you can grow really quickly. So like the housing, like I was talking mm-hmm. about the hemp houses is yeah. like a thing, yeah. right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely, yeah, for yeah. sure. So like it's and you can you make a lot of them with it right because they grow fast and it's <laughs> yeah. crazy so you know it's hemp <laughs> yeah, I, for, I forget what that what the picture was but you know it's like an acre of hemp versus an acre of like trees but produce like four times the amount in, yes in like an astronomically lesser amount of time yeah and, and that's, that's awesome. not to diminish the importance of trees but i mean the key yeah, the thing right. to key in on there is that we don't want to be cutting down yes. these trees right yeah we, we want to use that space for trees so that they can produce oxygen you know produce yeah. shade um and and get rid of co2 out of the atmosphere and then we can use less space to produce hemp which can be used for all of these industrial reasons 
Yeah. Stop um, taking down the parks. You know, yes, much road trip right. to yeah. check out. Much Very more cool sustainable park. model that way. Yeah. No, Very no, cool. absolutely. It, it makes too much sense. I don't know why we haven't. <laughs> yeah. As as most things. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, it's, I mean, it's the prohibition. Yeah, um, exactly. Have, have you guys ever seen that film, Reefer Madness? You know, the big propaganda yeah. of the film? Yes. Oh, yeah. Isn't it mind blowing that that was such a terrifying thing that came out back then? And you know, I That's watch it, it still affects people. I, yeah. I watch it now, and I I look at it like a parody film. It's it's <laughs> yeah. like almost satirical that you know these people just yeah. go absolutely insane, mad just from smoking a little bit of yeah. cannabis. Literally, what Stigma. happens when you drink too much alcohol? So you go crazy. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. It's, I, I mean, at least if I've ever had enough shots, you know. Like, oh yeah, Dave. Man. Oh yeah. Like, wait, this is this is from marijuana. You sure this isn't from vodka? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <Jen>? exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's craziness. Awesome. I actually, my mom got me a, a reefer madness poster when I was living in Alabama. It was this big poster I hung it up yeah. in my room. Yeah. It was like these two these kids, you know, like they're sixteen years old and they were just literally like zombified. This is what the picture yeah. portrayed oh, yeah. them as being on a joint. It's just like absolutely. Well, we absurd. always talk about that commercial with you know, here's your brain, here's your brain on drugs oh and it's like God. the frying that that horrified me when i was a kid i was like i will never touch drugs after yeah, that absolutely. that's what's gonna happen to my brain that was very effective <laughs> you, you and now i'm so pain. mad the yeah the, the girl yeah. deflated yeah. on the couch yeah, yeah. exactly right the girl deflated on the couch she got pancaked right yeah the dog and right, the yellow, right. yellow piece of paper uh, what are you doing you're, you're not you <laughs> you're not you yeah the dog <laughs> Sometimes though, if I've eaten enough edibles, my dog might be talking. To me. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Maybe that's the most accurate part about that commercial. Yeah, or it's, or it's just me talking. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure. I can't decipher. But um, so so uh, speaking of actually the future, futuristic stuff. I want to ask you guys, just kind of tying it back to you again. Um, what products, in your opinion? Or do you do you really not know at this point? Like, what do you guys see for your products like taking off in the future or in the industry of cannabis? Like, what like what do you think is has not yet opened up that you're waiting to just kind of tap the into? use of other cannabinoids? I think is huge, uh, and we're definitely starting yeah. to see it now. I mean, we actually just have and we've got a couple boxes coming in the mail to us right now. Um, it's a CBG and CBD one to one tincture. Oh, so it's 600 cool. milligrams CBD, oh, wow. 600 CBG. But then there's still the other, um, six other cannabinoids in there. There's slight degree of THC and others that make it true full spectrum, wow. but higher in CBG. And for people who don't know what CBG is, is it's another cannabinoid. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, cannabigerol mm-hmm. is what it stands for. And it's, I, I think it's kind of like what put medical marijuana on the map. Um, because even like, Everybody knows what THC and CBD is, mm-hmm. but um, like glaucoma was one of the first mm. things that really – glaucoma is one of the first things that really put marijuana on the map. But CBG is apparently – now we need more studies mm-hmm. – better for glaucoma than CBD is. Interesting. And it's aid with like specifically intraocular eye pressure. Wow. And CBG yeah. and things wow, like that. So okay. that kind of just leads me to think it could probably be good for like headaches and things like is that. Is it inflammation, I guess, or I'm on, I guess we don't know yet. Yeah. New. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. That's, that's what I want to like really be able to study. I mean, cause I can kind of break this stuff down, you know, to a, a scientific level. Yeah. But, so like I was, I was telling somebody our new hope store yesterday, like I can say that, you know, for what our studies are to date that like THC is shown to be better for people with cancer than CBD and what it does for programming cells to like cause apoptosis and killing themselves mm-hmm. versus proliferating. But 
why exactly yeah. like going right. down to the deeper like what is it actually doing yes. to cause that but and that's and you have to know why yeah right and that's and that's and, and just to step back and talk about like how we use cannabis in general like i like knowing why things work the way they work yeah. because then i know how to apply cannabis in different situations that yeah. i may not be used to applying it in right exactly be like oh this is i know cannabis works in this way so i'm having this issue which is related to that so maybe i'll yeah. try that right and so like you just yeah. get more intuitive when using the plant yeah. by understanding why it works the way it works exactly yeah yeah, no, yeah. It's, it's there's, and there's a lot of things that people don't even think about too so like one guy that i was talking to at our store in delaware um he was skeptical he would come up and we would have a half hour long conversation about the stuff but he would never buy anything um he <laughs> never so frustrating yeah he was a cool dude though he had a couple different issues going on um and one thing i think is you're buying being one of them <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> He, uh, his, his psychiatrist or, uh, one of his doctors was telling him that anxiety is a type of inflammation. Mm -hmm. And when you're always anxiety, you're always like anxiety ridden, that is causing internal inflammation. And that is also bad for your body and your immune system response and all that. Mm -hmm. So if you're, the the cannabinoids will help eliminate two things that you might not even know that is happening to you. And that's another thing with the edibles too, that a lot of people don't know is they Mm -hmm. like the gummies. But the breakdown of the sugars, so like the cannabinoids regulate all of your bodily processes. Mm-hmm. Digestion is one of them and mm-hmm. your immune system's response to inflammation. First, your body's going to break down that edible. Mm-hmm. So you're going to lose cannabinoid content in that digestive process. But then breaking down the sugars causes internal inflammation. More cannabinoids are going to go to fight that before it goes to fight like your arthritis or oh. whatever it is that you might be using. Mm-hmm. That's why I always recommend the tinctures because oh. you bypass all that or even the capsules. That's I mean, that has a degree of digestion. Did like, not even think about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Wow. Yeah. But like that makes total sense yeah. that that would actually happen, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, no, that's, that's interesting. Awesome. Dude, the way the future is going with this stuff, it's, yeah, it's, it's so cool. Crazy. Yeah. You, you just see like the rabbit hole that yeah. we can go down of all the different applications and functions of these mm-hmm. different types of products. It's, it's astounding and it's, it's mind blowing. Yeah. Um, as someone like me who's more of a, like a casual user and observer, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. just, just to see how this is, I'm, I'm learning new things every day, just being within this business. Yeah. Where do you guys see it like going to, like medical wise and just, just everything with hemp and, and, and just can cannabis in general and and with smooth roots also yeah like where do you guys see yourselves and what do you, would you like to be getting into and that that i think is my final question that i'd yeah. like to mm-hmm. we wanted to ask so i mean like the industry overall like just like what we're talking about it's so versatile yeah, you know right. we're gonna we're obviously the the whole medicinal side of it and that's one thing that i think is super interesting too just talking about the legalization is mm-hmm. i mean alcohol back in the prohibition days, like you drink alcohol, like it's, it's cool. You know, mm-hmm. it's always a recreational purpose. Mm-hmm. There's no medicinal side to alcohol, right. really. Yeah. Um, unless you use it as like an anesthetic, like back in the uh, yeah, civil war. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I mean, like the doctors, I do that say, sometimes. Like, so it does have, apple- <laughs> I think we all do. <laughs> yeah. Internal organs. So. Yeah. <laughs> but I like this whole cannabis thing. Like, you know, you got people that are going to smoke mm-hmm. a blunt of OG cause it's got 25% THC, but then you also have your grandma fibromyalgia who's going to use this stuff for medicinal purpose. So yeah. Just that the recreational and the, and the medicinal mm-hmm. aspects I think are going to be interesting. And then you have all the industrial side of mm-hmm. things with, the, the with the hemp and all that but as far as us with, with like with smooth roots and what we're trying to do is um i mean we're we're going for all of our licensing and everything like we've got mm-hmm. the, the farm out in oregon um and we've also got three dispensaries that were on early stage talking about um merging together so that we'll we'll have three dispensaries out there 
then we'll have the four CBD stores over here. So that will just give us more credibility as yeah. a cannabis company, mm-hmm. a vertically integrated cannabis company. Mm, that's great. And then we're actually also early stage, but hopefully we're going to secure a license in Michigan where we'll be able to have a, a lounge and a dispensary. Oh, that's cool. Wow. Yeah. Yes. That's yeah. cool. Where in Michigan? Ann Arbor, hopefully. Yeah. Wow. That's hopefully, awesome. Yeah. Fingers crossed on this one. We'll yeah. Yeah. And, and there's really something to be said for just having the presence out here too, because it's, it's still in its infancy, uh, as far as any legalization effort goes. Mm-hmm. So you imagine a couple years down the road, we already have a presence in this area and that would yeah. open up the doors for us to eventually, hopefully move into like a legal dispensary. Right. Yeah. yeah. So wow. that's, that's where we hope to get someday. Yeah. Um, you know, we always want to have some focus on the CBD products mm-hmm. because we really believe in those and we stand yeah. behind them. But eventually being able to get into uh, like cannabis dispensary uh, would be a great place yeah. for us to go to. Yeah. yeah. Like even in the dispensaries in Oregon, like we sell stuff that won't get you high. You know, we have like low THC, high mm-hmm. CBD stuff. But then even going back to like all these different cannabinoids. Yeah. Um, and what I think is kind of cool to hit on. So like if you have like an edible that's 100 milligrams of Delta 9 THC, it's activated. Mm-hmm. You eat that whole thing. You're on the moon. I mean, some people won't be from just 100 milligrams. Me? Oh, my God. I'll be so high. Mm-hmm. Oh, my, I'll be so high. But if you eat 100 milligrams of unactive THC, THCA, you'll be sober. But you can still get the benefits of what THC offers without being high. We can't do that with CBD right now because mm-hmm. the total, the you know, like the THC would be too high. If you're taking total THC into consideration, which is not – you don't have to under the current farm bill. Mm-hmm. But – uh. Technically, that wouldn't necessarily be okay because if you activate that, you'll be way over. Yeah. Um, but that's the difference is the activation of the different cannabinoids can be psychoactive. Some cannot be. Right. And that's good for people who have things like cancer and that don't want to get high. So, and that's, and that's just taking it from the compound from one, like an acidic state, right? To, yeah. Uh, to yeah. Another, yeah. And so it's like when, like with the flower, like if you eat a nug of weed, mm-hmm. you're not going to get high, but you'll but still get the benefits. You can't. Yeah. Like yeah, it's actually good for your, uh, like your internal organs and things like that. Interesting. Apparently. Because you do get the cannabinoids just in their decarbed, in their decarboxylated right. form. Because once you apply the heat, it's right. when it changes from THCA to delta nine THC, right. it becomes psychoactive. Interesting. Sweet. That's yeah. awesome. Pretty wild. <laughs> that wow. is cool. So I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start eating my flower. That way it doesn't smell. <laughs> yeah. <that way>. Yeah. <laughs> oh, like, man. Don't worry, honey. I'm just gonna eat this. We don't. You don't have to worry about the smell. Yeah. We're good. Oh, Talk about making this. But eating eating flour doesn't get you high. I wish somebody told me that back in. Uh, I've like been eating it grade. for 15 years. <laughs> I wonder if you could pass a drug test then because of that, right? Mm. Um. Yeah, I, I interesting because they wouldn't test yeah. for that. Mm, yeah, yeah, that is I, interesting. It's, it's what they test for. So they it's worth a shot. It's <laughs> maybe not. Maybe yeah. I was gonna say probably not. <laughs> I forget. They, they test for some specific type of metabolite that is th that is THC based. Like it's Got not it. delta nine THC yeah. that they test for. It's something. Like that. You're right. It's it's a specific it's a one that they yeah. aim for. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, I guess we can do another show on that one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Drug testing and cannabis, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> well, listen, uh, Ed, Matt, I, I know we're getting close to the end of time here. Yeah. Um, Jack, anything else you wanted to, to add? No, no you questions? guys are awesome. Yeah. I appreciate you coming on the show. Yeah, dude, we appreciate questions. you guys having us. Yeah, yeah, guys, thank you so much for inviting us. It's, yeah. it's been a lot of fun getting here, uh, getting to meet both of you. Yeah, yeah. Um, and just getting to talk about you know our business and our experience thus far and, and where we hope to go in the future. And this yeah. has been a totally different perspective for us oh, to take sure. also now. Not totally different, but it's it's a different angle, which is awesome um, because this has been a very informative for us. So thank you so much, you two, for for making the trip in, coming in, um, sharing you know this information for our mm-hmm. listeners on the.
the show. And, and for all of you out there, make sure that you're subscribing, you're sharing any of this information uh, that you found helpful for yourself, for your friends. But also make sure you, you take a look. Guys, where can they find you? Why don't you go ahead and, and also Smooth Roots? Yeah, um, so we're on, on uh, online. We're smoothroots.co.co. Yep. And then we're also big on Instagram. It's just smoothrootsco. Awesome. And we will make sure we post links to that yeah. so we mm-hmm. can go ahead and uh, easily find you guys. Totally. Uh, but other than that, I want to thank you both for coming on. Like I said, um, I want to thank all of the listeners out there for joining us again on this awesome episode. Super, super interesting. Uh, thanks, guys, for tuning in and looking forward for um, for next week. Seeing you guys again yeah. and another awesome episode of the Cannabis Connoisseur Podcast here in Midtown Manhattan at the Gotham Podcast Studios. <laughs> oh, we're just playing off that too, guys. And we are part of the Gotham Podcast Studio Originals program now. So check out other Gotham Podcast original shows. There's a lot of good ones. Thanks, guys. See you, guys. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. 99.9% of our DNA is identical. It's a 0.1% that truly makes us different and unique. And that's what the show is about. Find out that 0.1% about your favorite guests. Find out what music they like, their first cannabis experience, and even what their room looked like growing up. But more importantly, or as important, their journey. Learn what makes them unique on Everything is Personal.